Hold up. Let's get real. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. My phone was being so weird. It froze and then wouldn't let me like turn it off. Oh my gosh. That's the problem with technology. <laughs> and then I was like, can you go live from your computer? And the answer is no. You can. I had the same question. I was like, oh, can I do this from my computer? And it was like, you have to download something and then do something. I was like, yeah, the answer was no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, First of all, how are you? So good to see you. I know. So good to see you, like face to face. I know. One day in real life. I know. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Um, and you just started working at this new place. Congratulations. Well, it's been a, a few you. months now, right? Yeah, yeah. Since May. So, yeah. So I wanted to bring you on Real Talk with Ronnie. A, because this is something that's kind of front of mind being that I'm pregnant again. Yes. Um, but also I've had tons of friends who have suffered and I've realized like before I ever got pregnant, I didn't know that people had these issues, these pelvic floor problems. Yeah. Um, and then also I didn't know that like it was A, so common, but B, there was like specialized doctors that exist for I know. This, you yeah. know and that's, just bringing awareness to it, I think is so important because it's like one of the uncomfortable postpartum things nobody really wants to talk about. Yeah. However, it's like so important because so important. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um, shocking that people don't talk about it more. But, um, you know, I think it's good that we are, you know, now we're spreading more awareness, people are talking about it more. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's great. You know, obviously, I think social media and internet has a lot to do with people like researching and talking about these things. So, um, so what is really your great. title? Like, what did you study? And what, like, yeah, um, so I'm a board certified physical medicine and rehabilitation doctor. So, also known as a physiatrist or like a rehabilitation doctor. Right. Um, basically, we focus on like the diagnosis, treatment, and then rehabilitation uh diagnosis with uh pain or impairments and we focus a lot on function and how we can achieve you know people to go back to their activities of daily living without pain or how we can help them in that way so it's a really broad field uh could right. be like very like um you know neurologically based like in stroke or traumatic brain injuries all the way to like sports medicine where you're focusing more on, you know, injuries of the shoulder, things like that. And so I specialize in pelvic pain, pelvic floor dysfunction in males and females. Okay. Yeah. And so today we're specifically going to talk about like the postpartum experience. Yeah. Um, what, like, what do you commonly see um, in postpartum patients? What happens? And what is like the most common I guess, things that you treat? Yeah. Um, so, you know, the pelvic region is so complex, you know, so there's for females, we have our uterus, vagina, and then there's your bladder, your urethra, your colon, and your rectum. And they're all so close to each other. So for postpartum, after going through delivery, you know, you can have symptoms with all of those um, organ systems, really. So we can see really a wide variety of symptoms. But 
really common is urinary symptoms. Um, you know, I think this is the one most people talk about uh, incontinence when, you know, leaking of urine, when you cough or sneeze or dance. Uh, but some patients, yeah, <laughs> but some patients even have like urinary urgency or frequency or like a sensation of a UTI, but, you know, they do all the cultures and there's no, you know, there's no actual infection. Um, mm -hmm. So that can be one thing. Um, another common symptom is painful intercourse. So, you know, postpartum, after you see your OB, they said, okay, you know, you're cleared, you can have intercourse. Um, and a lot of patients experience pain with, um, it could be superficial pain, uh, just with entrance or deep penetration or certain positions uh, that they weren't experiencing, you know, prior to uh, and being wait, pregnant. Let's be, let's be clear. We're not talking about the first time after postpartum because I feel like Right, right. It's like going on and everyone. on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So to be clear, yeah. that is supposed to her and usually does because it just does. It's, yes, it's been a while. So but then it's uh, but yeah, after a couple of months, it should not it should not hurt, right? And it shouldn't hurt ever really for anyone. Right. Uh, right. But yes. So yeah, that's very common, you know, and sometimes, you know, you may think, okay, and it does get better, you know, but sometimes if it doesn't, then that's like, you know, why isn't it getting better? That's um, right. something to think about. Um, another symptom could be like sitting pain where, you know, you have a lot of pain with prolonged sitting or like tailbone pain. Um, yeah. I just had someone who came in, had her third child and she came in like, right away because she's like this always happens to me after i'm pregnant and i need to do pelvic floor pt or else i can't sit i can't work she's like it's just really difficult right. um so that's very common as well um a lot of you know straining constipation um can occur as well so really like you know there's so many symptoms you can present with and sometimes you don't know like okay maybe i'm just constipated but you know it may be related to your pelvic floor actually um so it's always something i think people should consider when they're you know having these and i think you know for at least for myself there's so much that happens to your body after you don't know what's supposed to be happening what's normal what's not right. normal, and you just kind of at least I shrug it off to being like, well, I had a baby, so. Mm -hmm. this is yeah, and, right, right. And initially that is, you know, that's true. You just underwent like, you know, your body went through like a, a trauma in a sense, not in right. a negative connotation, but it's a huge transition. Yeah. And oh, depending it's on like, yeah. <laughs> and depending on like your labor, you know, let's say you had prolonged labor, you had to have an episiotomy or they had to use a vacuum or things like that, that can all really like affect how, you know, you heal. And so mm -hmm. it's, um, you know, if you're still having pain three months later, that's, you know, that's not, we normalize it, but it's not normal. You know, that's like you said, flag. you think like, oh yeah, I'm, I had a baby. So this is just how it is, but um, it shouldn't be. Okay. So that's important yeah. to know. Like, we shouldn't just say, like, it's supposed to be like this. Like, you should definitely go and get checked out and get a medical opinion. Um, yeah. Because, like, almost with everything, I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, this is now the new way that yeah. I'm doing it because I had a baby. 
but like that's right. probably not the, the right way to go. And I feel like, is it, is it the case that the longer you go without treatment or, or some sort of physical therapy, like the worse it could get? Um, it's just, you know, then you end up in this kind of chronic cycle of discomfort and dysfunction, and then it becomes more difficult to treat. You know, as with anything, like, you know, you sprain your ankle. If you don't address it soon, it's not going to get better soon. And so this is just um, the quicker you address it, the quicker we can really make you feel better. And so that's why it's important. Like if you are after you're cleared from the OB and, you know, if you're still having these symptoms, you know, I would say three months, then it's really um, it's really something you should address. Right. And so the good news is that there are um, exercises and treatments and therapies that exist that have proven Mm -hmm. to help women somewhat heal from these problems? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, treatment options out there and everyone's case is different because everyone goes through something different. But um, it's... um, it's important to get evaluated, I think, just so you know what's going on, uh, whether that be with a um, like pelvic floor PT or if you know you want to see like a physiatrist, um, so you know what's happening. So it's really a you know when you see us for an evaluation, uh, our treatment plan is always like multimodal. There's always different things that we recommend. So mm-hmm. pelvic floor PT is always, you know, I send 100% of my patients to pelvic floor PT. Um, It's not just to help you get better, it's to educate you too, to know what's going on with your body, where these symptoms are coming from, what's going on, Mm -hmm. um, and then make you, you know, feel empowered and be able to, you know, manage these symptoms on your own, if you were to experience them, experience them later, you know, so you know what's going on. Um, Obviously, there, you know, some patients require um, medications. So sometimes um, because the muscles in the pelvic floor become really tight and spastic, um, you know, and um, we can treat that with like a muscle relaxant in a suppository form. So um, less side effects systemically. Um, Sometimes, you know, some patients do need oral um, medications. Uh, for that, those pain symptoms um, that kind of persist, especially, like I said, when the symptoms go on for longer, mm-hmm. you end up in this kind of pain cycle. So sometimes we do have to do oral medications. Um, and then for some patients, you know, who have been going through this for a long time, for years, um, we do also provide like injections. Um, we do an injection series. Uh, where we do external ultrasound-guided nerve blocks and trigger point injections to address the pelvic floor, yeah, from a neuromuscular way. It's actually a very, um, you know, kind of simple procedure. You come in, you can go about your day right after, um, but we're really trying to just improve that environment, increase blood circulation, try to reset those really tight muscles, and the patients are usually undergoing... um, pelvic floor PT at the same time. So hand in hand, those work really well together. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's so many options, you know, and it's, we can try one and then keep going when we need to. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think another thing that's so important in, you know, any pain, any pain patient is like um, cognitive behavioral therapy, because it's not just one thing, you know, this pain is 
like biopsychosocial. So it's really important to address it from that way too, because it can affect your mood, it can affect how you interact socially, how you interact with your partner. Yeah. yeah, you know, if you're having pain with intercourse and now you're not having intercourse, that can affect your relationship. So it's something that, um, you know, it affects a lot of parts of your life, really. So um, it's so interesting. There's a lot of things we can do. Such a big, important part of your body. Um, but it's so easily ignored because like, if you break your arm, it's, it's no brainer. You go to the doctor and he fixes yeah. your arm or puts it in a cast and you take medication and then you go to PT and you do this and you do that. It's like, why doesn't that automatically happen after you deliver a child? You know, I know this region, it's, it's almost, it's silly to think that it's not kind of part of the postpartum process almost and normal as you know like these are things that happen i would say more common in other countries which i learned from you that you know it's a part of the postpartum process and it's like built into their culture that okay after you have a baby you go to pelvic pt Mm -hmm. and this is what you do and it's part of your postpartum process and it's part of your um like of how you heal and get back to normal after delivering a child, which like, I never knew that that existed. Number one. And number right. two, why doesn't it exist here? I, I know it's um, I know it's pretty shocking. Yeah. In Europe, like a lot of our European patients are like, well, I'm here, you know, like I'm here. I'm, you know, my doctor cleared me at eight weeks, so I'm here. And for them, it's just standard. Um, yes. And for us, you know, I'm, you know, that's why we're just trying to bring more awareness to this topic. It's very, you know, kind of taboo or, you know, there's a lot of lack of information and misinformation. Um, and so, you know, in, yeah, like in France, every, patient postpartum gets, I think, a physical therapy script and a pelvic floor physical therapy script. Wow. So to kind of just work on everything. And, you know, I think that in itself also brings about a conversation because you're now making the patient aware that this is a resource. Right. And let's say they don't go right away, but now they can think about it later. Like, oh, I'm still having these symptoms. Maybe I should do that instead of being like, oh, is this, I guess this is just normal. Let me just wait a little bit long, see how that goes. Um, so mm -hmm. it's definitely, it's definitely interesting that it's not, you know, you would think that it would be more talked about, but it's really just unfortunately not. But um, I think, you know, that's why we're talking about it so that I hope that people yeah. know that it's available to them and they're not I mean, I had no idea until, and like, you're somebody, you're, friends with were friend of friends and like I had no idea and if you never got this job I would have never known yeah that, like this exists and that you can do this and that it's normal in other places um you know I I clearly was aware that people have issues afterwards like I myself have pain in my tailbone when I sit yeah long or like I'm always sitting on some sort of like padding <laughs> otherwise it's very uncomfortable for me um and it it only got worse when I got pregnant again and my doctor was like well all your muscles are now relaxed you have a lot of 
progesterone and hormones going through you. And so yeah. it makes sense. It'll hurt more. But I just lived with it for three years after I delivered my first daughter. And I was like, okay, like, that was like, yeah. I, pushed, I pushed for two hours, my body probably hated what was going on. <laughs> and so it hurt. And I probably injured my tailbone. But like, this is now my life. And I never spoke to a medical professional about it until I spoke to you. And I'm like, this is Maybe yeah. there's things that you can do or maybe, you know, like you can be proactive. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. so much. Yeah. And it's, so it's like, you know, three years in pain, that's just like unnecessary, you yeah. know? And um, it wasn't, you know, so bad that I ever had to take medication, but it's definitely uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, you know, it definitely affected my life. Like I can't sit for too long. I can't stand right. for too long. I can't walk for too long. Like it, it's bothersome. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's great that we're talking about it. I think it's great that um, facilities like the one you work at exist. Um, yeah. I think it's like super important. Like a lot of people talk about what happens with your abs or what could happen. Um, and like that's a common thing that we hear about. And now there's a lot of um, physical trainers who are now getting certified to help with specific exercises for women in mm -hmm. that space yeah but nobody's talking about the pelvic floor in the same way and it's equally if not more important yeah it's so life. important yeah and especially like what you were saying so that separation of the abs it's like called diastasis recti right, right. so separation and then postpartum you know your abs don't there's a gap in between them um and really you do need physical therapy after if it if it does occur to you right. um and so and if that happens now you can imagine now your pelvic floor also is like working harder because that those core muscles are not strong um and so yeah i mean i there i think that's another thing that you know commonly people do talk about okay yeah i have that separation some people call it like the mommy's pooch or something like that yeah. you know yeah. um so again it's like something like that that people talk about because it's a little bit you know they they normalize that as as being okay but i think talking about the pelvis is a little bit more private so people just you know avoid hush, hush. that conversation yeah yeah. And also it's like an aesthetic thing, right? Like we're so yes. focused on getting our bellies back to pre-baby, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's, it's affected somewhat the most in terms of what it looks like. Right. And so everyone is laser focused on like getting your belly back to whatever you want it to be. Right. Um, and so, you know, if you have to exercise to do that, which most people do, yeah. Then, like, all of a sudden, it's front of mind. Oh, I can't do this because I will injure myself. But your pelvic floor does most of the work and has to automatically just go back to being perfect and normal. Right. And it's just, you know, that's an unrealistic expectation, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. It's definitely, yeah, not just not considered, I think, enough. Um, and even with these symptoms, you know, sometimes you just, we kind of... Um, think about them in one way, like, oh, okay, I just leak with urine, it must just be that, you know, but there's something else that's causing that there are other things that are going on. Um, and so, you know, really looking at the whole picture together will give you the best chance of kind of addressing it to, to, to make it better, you know? Yeah. 
So we need to lobby for our politicians to make this part of I know, our right? postpartum recovery. Like it should be included. You go to your OB for your six week checkup and then you go to your pelvic floor specialist and talk about what's going yeah. on. Like it's got, it's got to be like scheduled in, right? Like we go, we take the baby to the pediatrician on day three after the baby's right. born. Nobody questions it. You just do it. It's got to be one of those things. Yeah, um, it's like, you know how they say normal. it's like the fourth trimester. It's like part oh, of that. Yeah. It should be like, that is like one of the things on the, you know, your checkbox. Like, what am I doing? Okay, I'm doing these things and I'm going to, you know, see someone about my pelvic floor. It's just, um, it, it needs, you know, it needs to be assessed, I think. And, you know, this way, you know what's going on. It's funny that like OBs don't even mention it that these people exist or that you, if you need this resource, here it is. But yeah, you know, I think it's such a like growing thing. I know it's, um, it's like a growing field. I think now it's just becoming more like people are becoming more aware of it. Um, and so, but you know, it's, I think patients should always advocate for themselves, you know, like, Hey, this is happening to me. Who do, who do I see? Do I see you do it? You know, is there someone else who can help me with this? Uh, Cause you don't want to be going through it for too long or else you kind of go, you know, you're in that pain cycle that uh, you know, cycle of dysfunction, those muscles are just getting tighter. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's always good to address it earlier on, you know, and be aware of it. So when it doesn't happen, you know what you're looking at or what, you're experiencing and so you know education is so important in this um, thing but like you said not many people talk about it so nobody talks about it yeah um i think that it's important for everyone to know that she's in your room love that this exists um and tell us about like you and your practice and where you guys are if there's people in the tri-state area that want yeah. to out, like how do they get in touch and do they, are you like a covered by insurance? Is this like a referral that you have to get to come and see you? How does it work? Yeah. So um, I work for a practice called Pelvic Rehabilitation Medicine. Uh, we are located in New York City. We have one office in New Jersey, Long Island. Um, they have some offices um, across the um, East Coast. And then we have some in Michigan, Chicago. Texas, um, you can go on uh, www.pelvicrehabilitation.com uh, to make an appointment. Mm -hmm. um, and you'll see all of our offices there. Um, all of our physicians are physiatrists, just like me. Um, and yeah, we do accept um, some insurances. Um, and so that's something that we can, you know, figure out once, you know, you want to make an appointment with us. Um, but yeah, you know, and we work with a lot of the pelvic floor PTs around. So it is, um, it's a great resource for patients. Um, and so yeah, I'm in the Englewood, New Jersey location. Um, and we're opening up a location um, in July in Florham Park. So I'll be there as well. And so if you're in New Jersey, yeah, I'm around. Oh, I forgot to ask one question. Does Mm -hmm. Do people who, women who have C-sections um, suffer from pelvic floor issues in the same way or does it not apply to them because the baby came out a different, in a different um, manner? Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, sometimes they can, um, you know, um, have pelvic floor dysfunction. Um, but a lot of times we see more anterior pain because of the incision. Sometimes the nerves are affected there. So they may have di different symptoms. Um, but definitely, you know, pelvic floor PT is someone that can still work on that scar tissue mobilization um, and working on that area. It's, I think, just as important for patients who have C-sections. Interesting. Yeah. So it's really, it really runs the gra the gamut of all yeah. people who go through um, delivering a child, regardless yeah. of how you Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, you know, you're, you're carrying a child. Your pelvis is really, you know, the main muscle on the bottom holding all of your organ systems up. And when you're pregnant, that baby as well, so. Yeah. Well, this was very, very helpful. Yeah. You are a star, Rocky. Oh, my I gosh. I even know this You're is a star, Ronnie. And I just, like, learned so much from you. <laughs> um, and I, like, I say this to our friend in common, Mono, all the time. I'm like, can't you just deliver my baby, be her pediatrician, and, <laughs> like, just live next door to me? And she's like, no, it doesn't work that way. There are different doctors <laughs> for different things. Um, yeah. But it's so great to have you as a resource in my network and as a friend. Yes, definitely. Like, it's so nice. You know, we knew each other when we were in college and like, I know. You know, look at how far we've come. And I would have never imagined talking to you about my pelvic floor, <laughs> but, but I'm so happy I have you to do it because it's so Yeah, nice. no, definitely. <laughs> it's a great conversation. Thanks so much for having me on. This was, um, I think, a really good conversation for people to hear yeah and I mean the whole reason I started real talk with Ronnie was like to do stuff like this to talk about real life uncomfortable yeah. things that nobody else talks about that kind of selfishly affect me but also like I know affect other women so many um, yeah and it's just nice to put on the platform bring awareness to it hopefully we help somebody else you know that might be yes. in pain and didn't know that there's resources like you available. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I know so many of our patients come to us like sometimes years after. And so it's, um, you know, it's really important, I think, to bring awareness because when we're seeing someone who's suffering for so long and doesn't know where to go, it's, um, you know, it's very challenging for them, too. So, um, yes, there are, you know, so many so many resources out there. So, you know, search, search out. And let's normalize it. Let's normalize making this a part of the fourth trimester. Let's normalize making, yeah. you know, going to get PT for these types of things, like just the standard. Yeah. Um, and maybe one day, like maybe my kids, it'll be normal and they'll go to a checkup. That everyone will be doing it. Yeah. It'll just yeah. be part of the plan. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll get there. Baby steps. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on Real Talk with Ronnie, Dr. Rocky. Yes. Oh, um, thank I'm you. I'm going to tag your facility. And obviously, if anybody has any questions, they can reach out to you directly. Yeah. Um, obviously, you can hear this conversation on the podcast, uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen. Thank you. Perfect. Thanks. Bye. Bye.